0: Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's, everything's coming up, up Simpsons.
1: Simpsons.
2: This
0: episode, we're brought to you by being queer. Hell yeah. <laughs> it is the end of Pride Month. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Pride Month, I think, I, I hope that in whatever city you're in uh, is really embracing and celebrating uh, Pride. We are, of course, coming from L.A. where mm-hmm. Pride is done very well. And it's pretty much year-round. It really is. It's every day. <laughs> every day is
2: Pride Day.
0: And that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to take a moment, uh, a whole episode, actually, uh, to celebrate Pride in the in the city of Springfield. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've done a proper, like, pride parade or something of that sort but there are little pride parades happening within many characters in the town
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh we want to celebrate them from one of the more famous episodes featuring a queer person uh i think we have to play our first clip yeah and uh and we'll get this party going yes
2: this is of course from the episode Homer- Homophobia <laughs> I was waiting <laughs> too I was like Here we go
3: Bart. I want you to shake hands With What's your name fella? Roscoe Roscoe here Runs this mill He's gonna show us around And let you get a first hand look At real all American Joes Doing what they do best
1: Why the hell would I want to see that?
3: You'll thank me On your wedding night Hey Listen up I want all of you to say hello to the Simpsons. Hello!
1: <gasps> Has the whole world gone insane? Stand still, there's a spark in your hair. Oh, you get it, get it. Hot stuff coming through.
3: Dad, why did you bring me to a gay steel mill? I don't know. This
1: is a nightmare! You're all sick! Oh, be nice! oh my son doesn't stand a chance the whole world's gone gay
3: oh my god what's happening
1: now we work hard we play hard
0: And everybody dance now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that episode um, that it comes from, Homer's Phobia, uh, was written in 1997. Yes. So that we recently had the 20 year anniversary of that episode. Mm. Um, We have talked about that episode at length with lewis peitzman Mm -hmm. uh who's wonderful you should definitely go back and listen to that episode if you haven't because it's really great lewis is a huge simpsons fan uh he at the time was working for buzzfeed he himself is queer he had a lot of really great things to say about it and um I'd love for this episode to be one that people could, like, really engage with us on Twitter about, because I'd love to have a conversation with everybody and kind of, yeah. like, get your thoughts. I I know that there's a lot of dated stuff in this episode. Yeah. Um And honestly, just the the attitude of Homer in that entire episode is, is coming from a place of, like, the culture at the time who was very afraid of gay people. Like, with the 2019 lens, a little depressing, even though, of course, like we know that at the end of the episode like homer completely turns around with his friendship with john water's character but yeah it's such an interesting different time it is a different
2: time and and as we mentioned in the episode with Lewis it's not that we fault the show at all for you know their depiction of gay people in this episode but it is truly if, if there was any finger to blame I mean it's the pop culture at the time it is is ninety sitcoms and how they treated gay people
0: like think about Friends and how yes. like homophobic Friends was with the with the lesbian parents and Gay Panic was such a huge <sighs> thing in the 90s yeah. and the 80s but, but definitely in the 90s
2: and even the fact that like all the gay steel mill workers all have that like monotone, uh, like a sissy kind Mm -hmm. of lisp Mm -hmm. is really offensive now, (laughs) because we all know now that, um, you know, queer people are coming in all shapes, sizes, colors, you know, decibels. Yes. (laughs) And and it's not that, you know, very effeminate caricature that we had come to know, um, at least when we were growing up.
0: Yeah, but The Simpsons in this episode did a lot just by, you know, in the same way that like Beto O'Rourke, uh, or like in the same way that Calling someone who's out. <laughs> just in the same way that someone who's kind of not even Beto, just in the same way that someone who's kind of more central is able to appeal to both sides. Yeah. Like you don't love that. You want your Elizabeth Warren. And we're assuming that a lot of you guys are probably left leaning. And if you're not, <laughs> oops, oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but basically, you know, when, when someone is kind of in that middle position, they are able to appeal to the masses. And of course, we would love to see the simpsons like really take a great stance on queerness in 1997 the fact that they were probably appealing to people that hadn't even really known any gay people uh in their personal lives or perhaps felt the need to be closeted um i do think it probably had a really big impact and um there's a clip that i would love for us to listen to um where john waters uh briefly talks about his uh reflection 20 years after the fact
1: ding-dong classic i mean that says it all doesn't it the simpsons was great to me you know it's been voted one of the best simpsons ever on tv guide and i had no input they asked me to do it and i liked the script and i said yes and um i was honored to be asked uh you film it very much like a radio show like everybody sits around at different mics and obviously they do all the voices first and edit it and then they do the picture to the voices and uh you read a couple pages and uh, you get direction it was it was a couple days experience and it was great fun Oh, the color scheme and the rabbit ears. And the 2.3 children, I mean, where's the high C? High C and flapper nutters. Oh. Kids come up to me in airports, and so you were on The Simpsons. That's like a kid, the only reason they know me, you know. But children always seem to like me, which makes me nervous. You know, I'll be sitting in an airport, and a strange child will walk over to me like this, like pick them up. Oh, God, you know, and the parents would glare at me. Because I look like a child molester, I know. So I'm really nervous. And I like children. They like me. I don't want any. I'm a good uncle. I'll get you an abortion, get you out of jail. But I would be a bad father. But children seem to feel very at ease with me.
0: I love him so much. Um... Did you, you likely grew up with John Waters in your life? Oh, yeah. I did. I mean,
2: I, Hairspray was the biggest one, um, but truly like, it wasn't that I had like a theater going experience with John Waters movies. Um, I kind of had to seek them out on my own, which is kind of like the spirit of John Waters movies. Absolutely. I remember seeing his movies like airing on Comedy Central in the afternoons before my parents came home yes and like discovering that world through him and just always appreciating you know his aesthetic and his like you know pov when it came to making films and how scrappy they were i think that Crybaby was my favorite one, so good for a while. And now, looking back on it through what we know now Ugh. with Johnny Depp, it's, it's become really difficult. But I still think that it's um, a near perfect movie, and it just really nails like that kind of camp that they were going for. And of course, you
0: know, you get me in a fifties aesthetic; <laughs> I'm a happy gal. Yeah, I John Waters is such a icon, and to get him in this episode, more or less playing kind of a version of himself like yeah. they had the same little mustache same mm-hmm. as John coming up with the the famous zap yeah um, one of my favorites v- Zap, and we talk about it again in that Lewis episode but something I I wanted to talk about is kind of how over the years, different characters have been hinted at being gay for a very long time. Waylon was just kind of implied. Eventually Mm -hmm. he does actually come out. um, As does Patty eventually like fully come out. Um, But something that there are like a couple articles on, and I'm sure plenty of deviant art pieces about, (laughs) uh, uh, is whether or not Bart might be queer. And Mm -hmm. if Lisa might be queer and I know that, uh, Al Jean has talked about like Lisa, uh, potentially ending up with a woman at some point. Mm -hmm. I know that Bart, um, throughout the episode Homer's phobia, but then just kind of throughout the show in general, um, has an affinity for like wearing like wigs, wigs and, and high heels. Yeah. And I know that that's a kid thing, you know? Right. I know that like just like you and I would want to wear like maybe our dad's gigantic shoes when we were little kids. Right, right, and right. Maybe we yeah. pretend to shave our faces or something. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what we all do,
2: but <laughs> no, but I have known, I remember not to call my, um, cousin out but I remember my male cousin being really into wearing princess dresses when he was younger and I think also the you know year that we are living in the year of our Lord 2019 um, our acceptance of that kind of gender fluidity and that sort of gender play um, is something that I think more people are warming up to now more than ever. And that it doesn't necessarily mean this black and white, you're either this or you're that, like girls like pink, boys like blue kind of culture that this episode, the Homer Swampia episode, emerged out of. But now looking back, that's why I, I think it feels so dated because our opinions and facts that we know about gender have yes. drastically been altered um, So why not have Bart be, I mean, I just, I picture any of the Simpsons at this point, besides, I guess, Homer and Marge, because they're committed to each other, but being this sort of gender fluid person. And and I guess that kind of goes in the way of I don't know what their future is going to be in general, too. So I kind of liken it to the same as is Bart going to be a Supreme court justice (laughs) or is he going to be running a construction company? We don't know. Or who's going to, yeah, I was thinking of when Lisa has her overweight moment too, and her (laughs) fantasy of being in like a hammock.
0: Hammock. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) From the hammock district. Like when she was in her
2: hum hum
0: hammock. It's, it's interesting to think about. And I'm curious what people think about it, just in terms of like, if you found out much like the JK Rowling, uh, you know effect of like if if a creator you know reveals after the fact that they intended for a character to be queer um does that mean that i'm really glad you brought that up yeah yeah
2: because i feel like her the example of of her doing that for me i feel two very different things about it and i would just say like off the top i don't consider it bad or good but i think that it is cool that she went out and said like BT dubs he was clear yeah. um, and I think that you know it was very telling when people had like such rage as mm-hmm. a response to it but there's also another part of me that it goes into the category of JK Rowling just keeps adding <laughs> details and right. things to be like oh one more thing <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and uh, just keeps her you know money train on rolling yes. so to <laughs> me to me I, I'm not, not to cheapen that discovery I do think that that it's like a, a big revelation in that harry potter world and and i think it's right too i don't think that she just did it for um a gimmick to stay relevant but it still it competes <laughs> with the fact that she keeps being like oh and then also um witches and wizards could you know blast away their shit <laughs> in in the city streets oh god that was so ridiculous like, like they had oh to coming. what <laughs> just take a lap next time yeah what like, is a
0: chamber pot have close, you never heard of
2: it close your laptop and just take
0: a lap (laughs) jk um but yeah something something kind of interesting about the dumbledore thing which of course applies to any type of um show that you love or characters that you love um is that when she says dumbledore has been gay this whole time a lot of people when that news came out is just like well where's the proof i've read these books there's no proof there's no evidence what proof does a person need to give you to say that they're gay? Yeah, that's precisely our point, like, <laughs> you know? Like, dude, does Dumbledore have to, like, have a sexual act in front of you to be gay? Yeah. Some, some, you know, Ugh, it's just such a, it's such a dated idea, and it's, yeah. you know, it, revisiting the way that The Simpsons has handled it has been very like, entertaining and enlightening, and at times, just kind of like, wow, it's such a, a good indicator of where um we were feeling like that at the time that it aired, because yeah. truly, I mean, you, even just looking at like old, the old original Queer Eye episodes where, you know, the the attitude was so much more about like, you know, it was presenting an idea like gay people can help you, of course, which still kind of yeah. exists. But then also um, that... Gay people are these sassy, like they need to kind of like tear down like heterosexual people, yeah. And like, well, we definitely don't want to see them kiss, and like, right, right, no affection should be shown, yeah. And um, even The Simpsons has had many um same sex kisses, even amongst Homer, uh, in the Weird Al episode, yeah, uh, and then um famously perhaps infamously marge and lady gaga uh, (laughs) have had a kiss Mm -hmm. and it's it's an interesting thing because not dissimilar to jk rowling uh the simpsons folks have the ability to decide like which celebrities are part of the simpsons verse and they get to kind of choose like who's going to be paired up with whom and it's just like this interesting thing of like wow we truly are not like god they are (laughs) and like they get to
2: decide (laughs) i'm really glad you also brought up queer eye because i feel like uh, the given the incredible success of the new queer eye reboot and the fact that it is doing exactly what it's like premise intends to do which is like bridge the gap between people on the different sides and to show you know different versions of queerness that you know we just aren't accustomed to, but not only with the Five, fab Five mm-hmm. and how fantastic they are and, and how different they are from the original ones but not in a way that's like spitefully different no. like they're just so themselves and if anybody comes at me with like name your favorite queer eye person I'm like it's a tie for all five. Yeah. go to hell but um, <laughs> I really appreciate that not only are they showing difference in queerness with themselves but difference in queerness with the people that they choose to make over Yes, and oh, I, I think it's that. just so cool um, even in this last scene in you know like lesbians that they made over and i just i think it's all great because it just shows you know what the real picture is and what acceptance should have been for decades but at least we're finally getting to some semblance of it now
0: yeah absolutely yeah um so just in terms of uh you know that need for so soul- Many and for so long, um, to be closeted. I, I think it's interesting just to kind of look at Smithers evolution over yeah. the years. And it's, I think something interesting about him too is that I don't see S- Smithers sexuality as like the butt of the joke. I, I know that it m- maybe c- could be, and I totally right, hear right, that. Right. Um, but I just find Smithers to be a really, amazing character with whom i like really really like relates just mm-hmm. of that feeling of like unrequited love
2: right well it's because they made him a fully dimensional character so yes. that it's grounded in more than if if they wanted to if their intention was to make fun of queer people in general then they would have diminished him to being this really flat character who like had a wacky catchphrase <laughs> every time he saw mr burns hachi machi or right. something you know and then that was all we knew about him that he was like crazy for Mr. Burns but he's also you get a sense that his love for Mr. Burns comes from a deep love and a devotion and in a way it doesn't matter to him if he ever actually gets to be with him and yes. I honestly feel like the chase is the reward for him
0: there are there's like a little moment in the homers phobia episode where he runs into um, John which is fun I'm just yeah. like oh so this is the sick mother you've been talking about I which mm-hmm. I love Easy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, there is a very good compilation, which we will not play the whole um, five-minute video, uh, but you guys should watch it. It's made by Four Finger Discount, who's Mm -hmm. excellent, of course. Uh, But why don't we play a couple minutes and just stop when it feels good.
1: Yeah. Hello, Smithers. You're quite good at turning me on. Um, you probably should ignore that. John. Uh, Waylon, uh, I'd like you to meet the Simpsons. I know the Simpsons. So this is your sick mother. Don't do this to me, Waylon. (laughs) Never gone behind Mr. Burns' back before, but sideshow Bob's ultra-conservative views conflict with my choice of lifestyle. Let me introduce you to the gang. That's Buzz. That's Honey. And you see that queen over there? Her name is Smithers. (laughs) No one will want to kiss me after these, eh, Smithers? Well, it's their law, sir. <laughs> yes. Ah! Ah! Smithers, there's a rocket in my pocket. You don't have to tell me, sir. Remember, I want to see lots of pictures when you get back. Ah, uh, actually, sir, picture taking is not allowed at this particular resort. Oop, I gotta go now. There's a line forming behind me. Far too much dancing, not nearly enough prancing. A little mincing would be nice.
0: I've been waiting 25 years for this moment.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sir. I must have taken over that.
0: I dreamed about her again last night, Smithers. You know that dream where you're in bed and they fly in through the window? Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm sure that uh, every listener is able to uh, imagine the the image that was playing in that last yeah. clip because it is so, so good. Just Oh, it's <laughs> so great. Uh, let's take a quick break. I listen to Reading Glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips.
2: If you're a comics reader
0: and you want to use a library-connected app, you can try out Hoopla. I listen for the author interviews...
1: I'm mad at myself that I waited as long as I did to start reading Joan Didion. They give me reading advice I didn't even know I needed.
2: If you go in person to an event and go up to an author or a filmmaker or anybody and tell them what they, you don't like about their work,
0: you're a trash baby. I, look, I understand you didn't like Heroes Season 3. That's fine. <laughs> I like, I don't actually need to know that information. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Meara. We're Reading Glasses and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun. What a great break! I loved that break. That was great. We were just watching the rest of that clip. Watching the rest of the clip. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Thank you for finger discount.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I. I've always. I mean, I feel like Smithers is and always will be a fan favorite.
0: Absolutely. There is even a, a really funny song about how. um Burns and Smithers love each other, uh, Mm -hmm. which I urge you to check out, and we go into uh, a lot of depth about Simpsons songs in our book, 100 Things the Simpsons Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die, Yeah, which is now an audiobook. An audiobook that we did not read, Uh, because we're already, you've already got our voices in your ears. You don't need more of it. So if you want to hear a book read by two people who are probably very confused about what was happening, um, (laughs) then go order it now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That is thanks to Triumph Books. Thank you, Triumph Books. Thank you, Triumph Books. Yeah, I... Want to move on? Yes, if I may,
2: and we can bounce back at any time. Of course, but um, you know, beyond so we've got Smithers Mm -hmm. as like sort of our main, you know, queer person proxy in the world of Springfield. Mm -hmm. But another person that you know maybe keen viewers were kind of hip to early on, but it wasn't confirmed until later is. Patty's sexuality
0: patty yes mm-hmm. uh and we have that great uh line of just like well there goes the last uh you know lingering moment of my heterosexuality yeah uh, yeah when homer runs by it's the
2: beginning of the end That's with so her mm-hmm. because
0: because she did date skinner yeah and of course they didn't well we all know that skinner at the time was a virgin mm-hmm. I, I mean he has most he's been with edna Oh, he's had sex. Okay. My man fucks. (laughs) I was going to say, I wonder if he's asexual, but I guess he's just, he was just a late bloomer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that
2: if he didn't have that episode with Krabappel, then... You would just write him off as being asexual, I think he's i mean gosh gender sexuality is so fluid, um but like i if I had to really peg him, it'd probably be like ninety percent asexual, ten percent you know
0: <laughs> yeah i I'm very curious, wild and of course, knowing that I have not seen every single episode, I am eager to know if there are like there's some evidence of the contrary Mm. please let us know because i have not seen every single episode and i'm slowly waking making my way through it but yeah with patty uh it's so interesting and sad to me because it is a more recent episode of um but again it makes sense it's reflecting kind of most people's view at the time uh, that marge is not the most comfortable at ease person uh when it yeah. comes to patty sexuality and uh, we have a clip here uh which you probably are familiar with it's from the episode there's something about marrying hmm. um <laughs> and uh, this whole episode is a very interesting one because it takes a turn at the end which could be seen as many things and i'd yeah. love to discuss it but let's play the first few Yes,
3: you're getting married. Patty, that's wonderful. So tell, tell, who's the lucky man? What does he do? Let me guess. Does he work in customer support? You can guess all night and never get it. Her name's Veronica. But Veronica's a girl's name. Did you know that? I'm marrying a woman. I'm I'm gay. So, Patty, you're a woman who likes women. I guess that fear I always had of you stealing Homer away is unfounded. Marge, I'd be a lot more worried about me leaving you for a sausage Patty than your sister Patty. <laughs> Next time it'll be your aunt, Marge, did you really think I was straight? Well, I guess I should have seen the signs. off! Set off! you could see it from space marge this isn't a problem for you is it oh no 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 why would it be i love you i love gay marriage so i'd be a super hypocrite if i didn't love your gay marriage right so
0: it's you know, it's really hard and it reminds me of how lucky I feel like Julia and I both are both being um, not only from California, but just in born into families that are super liberal and understanding yeah. and and hip and that just get it. I mm-hmm. I assume I'm talking for both of us in that we've never encountered any type of opposition from our parents in terms of of just like you know, I was never raised to feel weird or bad, or like mm-hmm. it was a strange thing um, when I was when I was dating a woman, but I was still a little worrisome about how it would come across, and I had no reason to be, so yeah. I feel so 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 lucky that I was raised in the family that I was in, and um that said, I'm sure we have many friends whose moms and dads are like that. I think that honestly. And I have this conversation a lot with other um, friends of mine who have
2: baby boomer parents because I think that that particular generation is kind of the last generation that I feel will have these beliefs that maybe they don't even realize they have them that are like so. dormant. Well, I think that a lot of people don't un- they don't recognize those stances that they've had and held until they're challenged mm-hmm. which is what we saw i think with prop eight you know a lot <gasps> of people that were suddenly so precious about the sanctity of marriage when divorce rates are what they are and we could <laughs> talk about it till the cows come home um until I think the gay cows come home the gay cows come home <laughs> um which don't look the same on camera so we have to use horses um <laughs> and i i think that you know if if i were to generalize in a Apologies for people that are of the baby boomer generation, but I think I've I've just noticed a lot of qualities in those kind of parents and, and the reason why I bring up baby boomers is because I feel like that's sort of where Marge is if mm-hmm. I were yeah. to peg a generation for her and Homer. And um, I think that she is, you know, slowly transitioning in this episode we see to her acceptance, but I think that Marge didn't realize that she had, you know, a homophobia until she was faced with this. And I think that given that it's her sister, it's Mm -hmm. so close to home that she was never, you know, given a choice to be challenged with it, you know, that intimately.
0: Yeah. And... As she says, like she's cool with gay marriage in terms of she probably voted for the right things um, and right. probably supports it on paper. But then, as you said, when she's actually like confronted with it, she might have some real problems mm-hmm. and she probably hates that she does because she loves her sister and she doesn't want to be a super hypocrite. Yeah. But then she is. And it's like it's interesting because, again, like when the show was created, um, the ages of the characters and everything about them is supposed to be that middle America nuclear family. But Marge is like 35 years old or like 32 years old. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, I'm going to find out it's 34 and I'm going to kill myself, but I, mean, I want to kill myself now. <laughs> Just when you said 32, I was like, uh, I want to die. Yeah. And so she, a 30, a 30 something now I don't think has the views hopefully as commonly as 30 something, which also felt older at the time. Like that age alone is like, that's like to me in LA, especially that feels very like, Oh, you're not ready to have a kid yet. And here she has two children, three children, right. right, right. She is 2.3. But I, I think going back to, you know, like
2: I voted for the right things. I do support gay marriage. I think that the supporting of gay marriage as an abstract Mm -hmm. is easier for people especially of her generation to wrap their heads around and it kind of goes into like do whatever you want like outside of my house and when it's getting closer to my house that's when I'm going to start having actual feelings about it. So it's like she supports the idea of gay marriage in general but it's just too much for her too intimate and it also makes me think of you know the prejudices and the stigmatization I see of people who um, define themselves as bisexual. Yeah. That like bisexuality feels like this flight of fancy of people who are indecisive and other hack comedian jokes of you know dibbing and dabbling and (laughs) Uh, and, and all those things
0: when really it's just like if you say you know i like sweet foods and i like savory foods just because i'm eating an ice cream sundae doesn't mean that i will later enjoy a sandwich yeah (laughs) yeah you know like I can't be doing I mean listen When you mix them both together You get a great time <laughs> You dip. You ever dip a fry In a milkshake Oh my god It's the time of your life <laughs> That's that's a really but <laughs> you don't do that every day <laughs> You know you
2: do that Like after 3am When the bars <laughs> close And you, you got nowhere else to be
0: But in that bed Exactly But uh, the B in LGBTQA Stands for bed mm. um, No it doesn't It <laughs> no, stands for supposed- burgers um, <laughs> <laughs> It stands for burgers Which is
2: why we all go To Hamburger Mary's Every <laughs> Sunday for brunch anyway.
0: And that is a that is a nice uh, uh, geographical joke for those who get it. <laughs>
2: yeah, just in Los Angeles,
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, and San Francisco. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. Uh, but yeah, it's it to me, it's it, of course like my hero, Marge Simpson. To not have her be on the the immediate right side when when you see her in the 70s as someone who's such a feminist, who does the bra burning, who does all that stuff, you of course hope that she's going to be someone who is very like you know liberal and liberal. very woke for lack of a better word but then you think about who her husband is and Mm -hmm. how um you know she had to kind of coach him so it actually to me was kind of a little bit against what i would assume her character would be just because in the homer's phobia episode she's she's quick to to kind of remind you know homer that like John's just a guy, and like you love him, but right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, just such a such a different time. And so the end of this episode is pretty notorious. And um, if we wanted to listen to the clip, it's just at the end of that clip uh, where there is somewhat of a reveal of who this uh, woman is, uh, who Veronica really is. That is quite interesting. So let's listen to that.
3: If anyone knows the reason why these two should not be joined. Let them speak now, or forever hold their peace. No, I can't let this happen. I knew it. You think everyone in the world should have a big, dumb man like you. Patty, it's not what you think. Veronica is a man. Look at the size of that atom's apple. Veronica, how could you? Patty, I love you. But long before we met, I disguised myself as a woman and lied my way onto the LPGA tour. I can see why you lied to other golfers, caddies, fans, and officials, but how could you lie to me and the sponsors? Because you fell in love with me as a woman, and I didn't want to lose you. But now I'm asking you, not as Veronica, but as the man I am, Leslie Robin Swisher. Patty, will you marry the real me? (sighs) Hell no, I like girls. Accepting me for who i am well i've learned a lesson just because you're a lesbian it doesn't make you less
0: of a being <laughs> jesus christ um so okay so the first time i watched that it wasn't in the full context of the episode and i didn't see the entire clip i saw that she had an adam's apple and i didn't watched all the way through i assumed it was a really like nasty transphobic thing of just like she's actually ace ventura at the end of that oh my god has not aged well no and so i'm at least relieved to know that it's not that and that the reality of the situation is that leslie who is a man um was pretending to be a woman which is lying and that is the problem and that the problem wasn't that leslie is uh like identifies as a woman or it has nothing to do with like actual gender or sexual identity it's everything to do with just kind of like this person lied and then just kept going with the lie we get like a some like it hot setup yeah of hijinks
2: ensuing
0: or like armin tamzerian where it's just kind of like okay this person's pretending to be someone that they're not um but still it's just it's a little weird um Yeah,
2: I mean, I understand that it's a sitcom and this is like very much a sitcom tidy ending where it's like, no, I like girls like sticking (laughs) to her guns. If we had like the full hour Orange is the New Black type (laughs) exploration into this storyline, then there would be a lot more discussion of, well... You fell in love with this person, doesn't matter what gender they are, which is what we're seeing a lot with, you know, say married couples where one of the partners transitions into another gender. And then that other person who is not transitioning has to not only accept this person that they love for transitioning into, you know, their true gender, but to then reckon with the fact that their own sexual preferences by whatever textbook standard are changing.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, obviously this is a Simpsons podcast and not like a deep study. and analysis of these yes. things. But I think it's such a good tool to look at the show and to kind of just even in a clip of as short of as that and, and just kind of like use it as a jumping off point if you aren't already having these types of conversations just to kind of look at it and kind of, you know, ask uh, what it means to you and what you think the the writers intended because based on the music cues and based on the expressions of everybody in the crowd, um, Patty's saying you know i, I like, like girls. girls is a triumphant moment yeah. and it really is like she she really knows herself and she really is a lesbian she only likes women and she wouldn't have been able to have right, a relationship right, right. with this guy and so truly i mean if that happened in real life i guess i would feel very much like all right well good for you i'm really sorry <laughs> you were lied to that's horrible
2: yeah yeah i think that if i were in patty's Uh, shoes i would i mean take a minute to process what in the fuck just happened yeah um but probably come to the same conclusion albeit not as swiftly um and brashly Mm -hmm. so yeah because there's also (laughs) again i am a straight woman straight Mm -hmm. cis woman so this is all just me uh trying to get you know, context clues from people that I know who've had, um, you know, queer experiences. Um, but I, I imagine just that like foundational base of, of this male reveal. How do you work with that? Yes. What
0: do you do with that? Um, and so listeners, please let us know your thoughts on this episode. If you haven't seen it, maybe go check it out and do that during this break.
1: Hey, James. Hey, Nakay. What we doing, girl? We are inviting the awesome listeners of Maximum Fun to join us at Minority Corner. Ooh, fun. But you know how we go on Tangent City. We're the joint mayors. We're not going to do that, okay? Stoops focused. Okay, so Minority Corner is where you can all come and get your pop culture take. Plus, social commentary, news, and TV movie reactions like Avengers Endgame. No spoilers here. Ooh, snap. Sometimes we dig into the vaults and we review and recap those movies you missed. Look at you, Halle Berry's kidnapped. I love how she always gives. 1000%. Like Beyonce. Did
0: you see Homecoming on Netflix? She was burning it down like the mother of dragons. Have you seen the latest Game of Thrones? So good. Only thing missing? More more black black people. people. What do you think about Mayor Pete?
1: Wait a
2: minute, James! We went
1: on a tangent? Yes. Ah well. Join us every Friday for more tangents.
2: On Maximum Fun.
0: what a great break i love that break that was so good i had the best time Mm -hmm. uh so now i would love to go through um the list of the characters on simpsonsfandom.com we have the simpsons wiki i imagine this is a little dated because at the top of it it just says lgbt characters which makes me think that maybe this was written a little while ago but i wanted to just kind of go through and and shout out some of these characters because it is pride and we want to proudly discuss all of Mm -hmm. these we already mentioned patty bouvier but i enjoyed
2: the list of hinted to be lesbian with no confirmation what are you hiding
0: you simpsons writing (laughs) cowards show yourselves on twitter and it's all characters that i do not know (laughs) so martha do you not know martha uh librarian
2: hinted as being attracted to martha (laughs) Uh, Megan Matheson admitted to having a wife. I like that it's admitted, as if it's like... I admitted
0: to having admit a wife. I admit Openly gay characters. We actually have a clip for this first one. Uh, it is very short. Um, his name is Comic Book Gay. And let's see if you can guess why that is.
3: Hey, I didn't know you were, uh, you know, one of those... I'm not Comic Book Guy. I am his cousin, Comic Book Gay. But you do like comic books. Certain kinds.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, so, I guess his birth name is Comic Book Gay. Yeah. Wow. You know, it'd be amazing if he were, like, listed as hinted.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean, whatever. He's a one-off character. We don't need to be holding them to, you know, like, naming every single side character in Springfield. No. If we made them do that we would never get smiling guy we would never get smiling guy we're not asking for that From and
0: uh comic book gay was specifically requested uh by jesus our engineer and Mm -hmm. uh and friend of the podcast so we had to put him in there but uh john john waters character we obviously know uh roscoe who we know as well the Mm -hmm. ajax steel mill leader um There are a lot of characters, Grady and Julio are probably more famous just because they're in that great episode uh, with Weird Al singing the song to Marge. Yeah. Um, And it's
2: really like Hank just reviving his birdcage accent to just the greatest results.
0: There are a lot of characters that aren't uh, considered like classic Simpsons. So some of these might not be familiar to you, but if you watch Beyond season 10, you probably know them, but, um, Grizzly Sean is interested in Mo. We have Dewey Largo and, of course, Wayland Smithers. Dewey, who is an ex-boyfriend of Dewey Largo. And then this makes me laugh a lot, Elton John, who is openly gay <laughs> in real life. <laughs> yeah,
2: because he appeared on The Simpsons once. Yes. Yeah.
0: And if you haven't seen
2: Rocket Man, everybody, get your <laughs> ass to a theater, go to an AMC or whatever. Go see Rocket Man. It is a joy to behold. It is this weird psychedelic musical experience that uh, you will uh, be glad that you went to go see.
0: So I'm going to skip down to hinted to be homosexual. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a situation of like it's hearsay it's based on the the author who wrote this article more than it is maybe the writers of the show um rod and todd flanders are both uh hinted at being gay and i will let you guys read as to why they think that is and i think that so for example martin at some point says something to to the effect of just like, I'm not anything yet. And I, and I think that that is so perfect where I think like, I know that there are so many people who are lucky enough to totally know who they are super, super early, but I think that these things develop and, I, I wonder if there weren't so many romance, like, movies and novels and just everything, like, just constantly in our faces about, like, you know, girls like boys, boys like girls, that yeah. little kids might not even have, like, they such crushes and understanding of their sexuality until a little later anyway so i really and i know everyone's different but i love when when martin says that and uh so lewin sinclair is suggested to be gay um that tracks for me i feel like i could see that i love the explanation because he is seen in the (laughs) crowd of gays of gays so again i'm not so certain about the author of this but um oh one thing that is funny too is gil gundern's Gil Gunderson is seen in the game Tapped Out wearing a pride outfit. Oh, Gil, you've done it again. <laughs> you've worn your pride <laughs> outfit on the wrong day. I want to know what a pride outfit is, To Like, I want to know what it looks like. to be a rainbow, rainbow kind of
2: confection uh, type of sparkly thing. I can only think because um, the latest season of RuPaul's Drag Race is fresh in my mind, but one of my favorite drag queens of all time, Nina West, uh, wore a prideful um jumpsuit that was all 70s and sparkly and she actually got eliminated for oh it my god it wasn't fashion god damn it wasn't a look well you as know they say you know
0: who has a lot of luke's lady gaga she does uh who again is listed in here because she is openly bisexual and she plays herself on the show and uh, steals a smooch from marge uh rainier Wolfcastle uh has uh, done many gay porn mm-hmm. films that doesn't necessarily make you gay, but why not? Let's just yeah, say that he is. Fluid, I love because he's so sexy. Mm-hmm. We could all have him. He's German. Um, he's German. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm German, so I can say that. <laughs> I'm German too. And I say, cool.
1: Um, and then
0: without getting into the reasons why, just because I think it's, uh, we're just going to let it be what it is. Hinted to be bisexual as according to this article who i do not know wrote it um it might have been written by matt graining in his free time we just don't know uh <laughs> or maybe it was written by jk rowling uh barney Gumble, duff man yeah the sea captain santa's little helper i am going to read that one he's intrigued by male dogs of the springfield gay pride parade however mm. he made it with with both She's the Fastest and Rosa Barks, both of whom were definitely female as both unions produced puppies. I want to say something really
2: quick. There's another item on this list that tickles me because I know the show's obsession with this type of character, and it it's just very funny leprechauns are hinted to be homosexual leprechauns two of them held hands at a saint patrick's day festival however one of them married a gypsy woman in hex in the city <laughs> can i just say and you could just look at the treehouse of horrors alone their obsession with leprechauns <laughs> is next level it has completely eclipsed their obsession with monkeys mm-hmm. i long for monkeys Again, oh yeah bring
0: back the monkeys. <laughs>
2: all these leprechauns are giving me a headache
0: <laughs> ralph wiggum in the simpsons movie uh declares i like men now after seeing bart naked on a skateboard yeah interesting yeah
1: is no, that the first time joke. that he's
0: seen a ding dong i, I hated seeing bart's uh ding dong may I, I just say it. i hated Get it Get out of here i don't want to see that i mean it was a shock value thing yeah i didn't want to see it um, I'm thinking about it now and I hate I know, I it know. Listeners, you love Bart's ding dong or no? No ding dong or yes ding dong? <laughs> hashtag, I, I will be posting a Twitter hashtag poll Hashtag ding ding for yes <laughs> Ding hashtag ding hashtag for yes, ding dong ding for no Ding dong for no
2: um,
0: And let us know Please let us know um, Millhouse, who of course is very um, In love with Lisa um, Is noted as, noted as having Flamboyantly homosexual tendencies By Dr. J. Lauren Pryor that's just one of those things where, again, I just kind of feel like it's just kids are kids, but yeah. why not? Um, and then Lisa uh, is described. I guess there's like... There's like a an episode. episode. Yeah, yeah, where they
2: hinted at it. Yeah, but all of those feel... I mean, I should also in state, like, this episode, we're just highlighting queer people in The Simpsons and, and not declaring that The Simpsons is a queer show or The Simpsons is really anything but The Simpsons, you know, because I don't think that they um, go out of their way or go not out of their way to highlight queer people. I think that the way that they put them into stories generally is, you know, to serve the story and not to make a commentary on queerness with the exception of homerophobia and with Patty's episode.
0: Yeah. And like, I just think it's really, um, important that if a show is trying to build an entire city of people that they do show like what a city looks like, you have, you know, different, you know, ethnic backgrounds, different um, romantic interests, you know, people identifying as different things. Um, like, I love I love that. I love knowing that Edna once went on a date with Patty. Mm-hmm, like, it's mm-hmm. I that makes my heart happy. I like, just switching partners and trying to figure it
2: out. And maybe they're pansexual. We don't know.
0: Yeah. And it's a small town and it makes sense that people are kind of hooking up with everybody. It's yeah. like, you know, that's what it is. Um, But it's nice that um. The Simpsons is able to, just like they have with nerds and bullies, as we talk about in our book, um, give many different examples of what it means to be gay or queer and, um, and you know, lesbian, whatever. Like, they have many different representations, which is why it's it's the reason the problem with Apu came out when you only have one example of a type of person it becomes just a place to kind of like have stereotypes exactly even if the intentions are good in the first place um it's not going to come across that way and so for them to have so many different characters even if it's people that are just very fluid I Mm -hmm. think that's I actually especially think that's an amazing thing to have and um I I like to think that the Simpsons is a show that that everyone could watch and find like their identity kind of on the screen because, like, I see myself in so many of the Simpsons characters, and like, a, to me, a good show is one where you could see yourself. And representation is so crucial and absolutely, great. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. I would be remiss if we didn't talk about um, Lenny and Carl. Oh yeah, I feel like uh, when they had that moment in the limo and they held hands, and it was very subtle and you know it had come off of decades of speculation of what their sexualities were even though um carl has an ex-wife and lenny has had exes too um that were heteronormative um you do get a sense that there is some sort of romance that's been kindling between them and i loved that sweet moment i love the simpleness of it and the smallness of it in, in that it said much more beyond it and Didn't need to make a big show about it.
0: Yeah. And so The Simpsons has been on for so long, like 30 years. And I hope that it continues to make new characters and that we get to see even more trans characters and queer characters. And that, like, if the show does like continue for the rest of time like i assume that it will i really yeah, hope too. that we like continue to make some new friends along the way yeah um but uh that is now i think the time to wrap up this episode um i have loved kind of just going through the simpsons with this lens mm-hmm. um i think pride is a is as good a time as any to just kind of take a moment to kind of reflect on the different media and and just the things that we love and see like is there representation is it positive is it negative could it be better has it changed over time right 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 and i think it's such a great way to kind of you know learn about our history in that way and i think it's so much fun yeah and the simpsons is such an interesting
2: specific unique example of them having such a different perspective in the homersphobia episode from the 90s and then now i feel they're you know approaching it much differently and you know being a little bit more cautious and inclusive um and not for inclusivity's sake i feel like no. our general culture right now is such that it's not like a weird diversity higher kind of situation where it's very hollow i think that you know, we just naturally are going to continue telling stories with people that are coming from all different backgrounds and perspectives, and that it won't be this stunt. That yeah. it will
0: be more like, oh, well, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, well, Julia, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Where can people find oh, you gosh, online?
2: I'm so happy you asked.
0: Um, you can find me at Julia Presk on all the things. And, Allie, where can people find you? Thank you so much for asking. You can find me at Allie Gertz on all the things. And you can find us at Simpsons Pod. Yeah, and everything's
2: coming up. Simpsons is a production of Maximum Fun. Our episode was uh, edited by Jesus Ambrosio. And our senior producer is Laura Swisher. Swish. Smell you later. Bye.
0: MaximumFun.org